Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you been a victim of a scalper and now you wander lost in the wild and fear that the toys you're hunting for will forever be out of your reach? Well, my fellow toy junkies, fear not. I have the answer. Well, actually, I don't, but these toy store owners do. Find them with me, Bevan, at a toy store near you, the podcast. What up, everyone? Welcome to a toy store near you podcast, a companion podcast to the Amazon Prime show, A Toy Store Near You. Today, I am talking to Dr. Tongues. I had that shop. Ah, ah. I'm very count. Count. What's the count called in Sesame Street? I don't know. He counts. He loves to count, but we're not talking Sesame Street today. We are talking toys, toys, and nothing but toys from the 50s to the 90s. Let's get some toys. Hey, I'm really excited and I have a lot of caffeine in me. So let's do this, shall we? Hey, Mark, what up? Bevan, I wasn't sure if I was doing this right. I don't do Zoom that often. So it's like, Zoom for me was a kid show on PBS back in the 70s. <laughs> Did they make your heart go boom, boom, like your supernova girl? Zoom, zoom? Actually, no. It was, it, I don't know. Are you familiar with the show? No, I, I'm, making oh, a, I'm making a Disney Channel 90s TV show reference right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was lost on me. Yeah, I know, I know. I, re I recognized uh, yeah. it the second I did it. I was like, oh, oh, we got a generational gap thing going I on. Am, I am, I am old. So, but we can enjoy coffee together. You're having tea or coffee? I'm having tea. I'm a tea person. I'm very okay, British. My, my, my wife is too. I'm, I'm coffee. That's fine. We can still get along. We can, we can hang out in the same cafe. It's fine. Do you have caffeinated tea or is it uncaffeinated? Nope. This is English breakfast. Oh, then you are caffeinated. And I'm caffeinated. So, salute. Salute. Yes. You are coming all the way from Portland, Oregon, right? Yes, I am. Uh, somewhat overcast and slightly rainy great i'm coming to you live from new york city and is it cold and wet or is it uh, it's it's 39 degrees outside that would be cold that would be cold but you know what it's warmer than the last two days last two days was like high of 23 low of 18 so i'll take i'll take 39 <laughs> but okay now now let me ask you was it inclement weather or was it clear and sunny um so oh god uh so monday it snowed okay um, and then yesterday was overcast today it's sunny see that's my favorite kind of weather very yeah. cold and clear and sunny i will wear i will wear t-shirts out into the 20s do you say 20s yes t-shirts short sleeve yeah. yep wow your blood must be thicker than mine um i'm northwest hardy so you're you're definitely a Stark, basically. Yeah, yeah. If you're into Game of Thrones, <laughs> I'm not. So sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I, I can honestly say I honestly say I've never watched an episode. So I because I didn't have HBO, and even when it was free, I was like, 
you know my wife watched episodes she goes you aren't gonna like it so <laughs> she's my barometer ah gotcha well did you like the lord of the rings yes i enjoyed it very much Okay, so to me, Game of Thrones is like a more adult version of Lord of the Rings, but has a little bit of pacing issues in some seasons. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what she said. She says it's a little more adult. And it's like, you know, man, I'm just kind of tired of everything going back to sex. You know, it's like you get older. Yeah, what is this thing called nudity? Yeah. Eh. Toys. Let's talk toys. Yes, Exactly. All the toys. I love that you're a uh, first off. Can I just say I had to look up. This is how different we are. I had no idea what Dr. Tongue was. Nobody does. And I was well, I mean, YouTube does. So well, that yeah. was a click, a quick YouTuber. I was like, oh, I love John Candy. This is great. And um, Joe Flaherty. Yep. Yep. And you and Eugene Levy. You, yeah, I recognize it's like, is that Eugene Levy? It, it's like, yep. it's like, yes, yeah, man. Yeah, Bruno. Bruno. Yes. But we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, well, not, not that we do talk about that, Bruno. We don't talk about that, Bruno. <laughs> I'm glad I you do got know, that reference. <laughs> I do know that reference because we just watched Encanto. Is it Encanto? Did yeah. I get it right? Encanto, yeah. Yeah, I got, we watched it the other night. It was a beautiful film. Yes, very, very pretty. And I, I believe that is the most memorable song out of all of it, even though all the songs were great. But yeah, that one was very catchy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. doomed after that one. I was like, Pretty oh. much. It's like, okay, we don't talk about Bruno. There's mm. now everyone across the galaxy named Bruno is like, fuck, they're never going to talk about that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I actually do know somebody named, well, I used to know somebody named Bruno. So, yeah. So, and he's no longer with us. So, oh, rest in peace, Bruno. Yes. We'll talk about you at least. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I, I'm one of those kind of people that like uh, the spotlight gets shined on me. I'm like, eh. Let's go over here. Oh, so the it. toys. Got it. So Dr. Tongues. Yeah. So so Dr. Tongues, so how did you come? Because in the episode that I watched, they said, hey, you have to call your show Dr. Tongues because that's how you're known by. How did that come about? Um, now the first time or the second time? Because you know I've had two stores. Right, correct. Right. Okay, but how so did you get the reputation of being called Dr. Tongue? By having the first store being called dr tongue's 3d house of collectible toys great okay and that, that and that was just a fluke because i was looking for a name and i think i even said it in the episode that just i'm like um i didn't want to call it mark's toys or mark's yeah. collectibles not that there's anything wrong with that because i know there's a lot of other people that do that i wanted something that people would remember and so in turn by calling my store that i became dr tongue gotcha and after 15 years of being called Dr. Tongue the first time mm -hmm. from the first store, because the first store ran from 93 to well, about 12 years, uh, yeah, yeah. 93 to about 2005. I closed down in 2006. And when I was going to reopen, I was just going to call it uh, Dr. T's. I had that shop. And, you know, basically it was like, I had, oh, because that was the one thing that I always, I mean, I still hear it today. Oh, I had that. Oh, I had that. Oh, I had that. Oh, cool. I had that. Oh, that's great. Fuck, it's I clever. forgot about that. You know, so it's like, that's where that comes from. So I was just going to call it Dr. T's. I had that shop. And my friend who was doing my graphics is like, dude, who the hell's Dr. T? And I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm so many years being called Dr. Tongue. I don't want to be Dr. Tongue anymore. And he goes, everybody knows you as Dr. Tongue. You have to be Dr. Tongue. There's a point of reference there. 
And I'm like, yeah, crap. He's right. So I became Dr. Tongue again. Okay. And, but and listen, it's, solid. it's like it's, it's kind solid. of anticlimactic. Yeah. You know, so yeah. have you embraced the name again though now? I kind of have. I kind of tried to deflect a little bit by naming my mascot who uh, of my logo uh mm-hmm. i don't know if you see my logo it's basically it's a skeleton driving an ambulance and he's got a stethoscope around his neck and I, so i was calling him dr skeleton Clever. Didn't, didn't work i mean it got a laugh though it, it did actually a couple people you know thought it was funny and then it would have been really weird if you had just decided to be like can i be dr teeth instead <laughs> yeah there you go hang out with janice and floyd yeah, exactly. Hey, man. Hey, man. We don't, do that. we don't do that song anymore. <laughs> I love the Muppets, though. So, like, I... I've... Muppets are great. Orig- original Muppet show watcher, little kid here. So, it's like, I would not miss an episode. They're all on Disney Plus now. Yes, they are. And very, very good. I love the <laughs> um, evolution of Miss Piggy, though, because, like, at the beginning... Mm-hmm. You could see that Frank Oz wasn't always Miss Piggy. It was right. Rich, it was Richard Hunt and Frank Oz that were, you know, right. working out Miss Piggy. And then I think it was by season two, everyone's like, yeah, okay, Frank does this better. Frank is doing it. Well, and I also like um, as she as the series went on, she mm-hmm. became more glamorous because because to begin with, she was just kind of like a schlubby pig in a yep. dress. Mm-hmm. you know and she did there was not a lot of makeup there wasn't a lot of you know eyelashes and you know glamour and gloves and glitz and all that and it's like yeah. later she became the diva miss piggy yeah the miss piggy the, 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 miss one, piggy. the one with a star that has an annoying little dog foo-foo that Yappy. everyone hates <laughs> i love that dog i have i have i have i have small ankle biters here and i will call them that but i love them to death so. No, 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 completely understood. But remember, everyone on the Muppet Show hated that dog. Yeah, that is true because it was <laughs> yes, it, they did, and he was always up to no good too. I don't yeah. know if you ever caught. Yeah, so. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I've I've seen all the episodes as well. I even saw. So that's why when I was looking at your uh, store, I was like, oh, I think I see some Muppets. I think I see some Muppets. I I actually have a shelf of Muppet stuff. It uh leans more towards unfortunately sesame street because that is the more marketable stuff that i have because Mm -hmm. i deal in the older things um they didn't really start making really cool muppet like muppet show stuff until like the the 90s 2000s really yeah that palisades put out some really cool sets they were like big box sets and they did like muppet lab set and i think they did the chef kitchen Mm -hmm. um but yeah they didn't really put out any like really cool muppet show stuff until until then fisher price actually did a puppet show puppet show figures they were like like literally about four inches tall and you had a white stick you stuck in the back of them and had a little Uh oh oh no where'd he go come back well he'll come back Technical difficulties here at a toy store near you, the podcast. Wi-Fi. It's a thing. I'm back. <laughs> and he's I'm back. back. <laughs> he has come back to life. 
Yeah, a lot of people are unset, unset, uh, kind of upset about that, but I'm, I'm not. I'm upright and breathing, as I like to say. <laughs> That's Good awesome. Lord, I don't know. What it, it's like all of a sudden you were just like, it was just like. I know, I know. Like, Be- Bevan, hello. Hello. And I look down at the, the, the big, big yellow orange or orange light on my modem. I'm like, great. Nice timing. Thanks, Xfinity. Sorry if they're one of your, I'm sorry if they're one of your sponsors. I know, right, right. It's so like, but no, they're not. They're not. Um, okay, good. Not then, yet. Then let's anyway. trash these motherfuckers. Oh my god. No, I was actually making the joke. I was like, sorry, folks, we have technical difficulties. Wi-Fi. It's a bitch. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm plugged directly into the modem though, so. Oh. I'm, har- so. I'm hardwired. You're you're like early like late nineties wired like. Prater, prater. Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. I still get the dial up. So. <laughs> Oh my God, that hurt your ears so badly when that happened. Oh, good Lord. That was, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're like online auctions back in the old days when you're trying to like, God damn it. (laughs) I lost it for a penny. What the hell? I know, right? And then like two, I remember that you couldn't be on the phone and on the internet at the same time. And that was also just the entire household had to have schedules. It's like, okay, from this time to this time, you could be on the internet. From nine to five, I need the telephone to be live. But here's the whole thing is that it wasn't also if you had um, call waiting, it bumped you off the, the internet. I think I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Yes. Yeah, I, I unfortunately remember rotary phones. So <laughs> I remember Actually, phones. I, you remember rotary phones, though? I don't remember rotary phones. No, I remember yeah, landlines. So I just I actually was watching some TikTok videos. Oh, yes, I'm that I'm I'm that hip some uh aerospace engineer actually retrofitted a dial onto her cell phone interesting oh yeah it was really cool i was like oh that's when she comes with a little antenna Mm -hmm. yeah for reception yeah i thought it was kind of cool classy you know smart people that that are making more of their lives than i am whenever the antenna comes up i always think saved by the bell though yeah that yes there you go that's my that's my that's my experience with the antenna no unfortunately i was i was of the uh the uh the age where you had a boom box you had like the pop-up antenna so you could actually get the radio station you know get the radio station yeah uh throwbacks and and then trying to like fine tune it just to you know hear the song that you've been waiting two hours to hear so Uh, you you weren't ever part of a rock band were you I've been playing drums since I was six. What? Several. Really? Oh no, he paused again. One of these days, we will have a complete interview. Fiber <laughs> optics, my ass. <laughs> what the fuck? And I, <laughs> I never have this problems when I'm when I'm on with other people. It's got to be your, it's got to be your magnetic personality. Wow. I love how you turned that into an insult and a compliment all at the same time. That wasn't really a, it wasn't really an insult. Well, I meant like in terms of. I forgot to get, I forgot to give the sarcastic warning before the start of the whole thing. Eh, I'm sarcastic all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the following podcast will include. Lots of sarcasm and a running gag about the internet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For those of you that are easily offended, we have hooked up channel UHF channel 54 for you, and we are showing the Andy Griffith show. 
And then Brian's like, wait, you guys are supposed to be talking about toys. <laughs> hey, pop culture. Join the club. All right. Right, right. Get yeah. with it. Get hey, jiggy with Star- it. I'm sorry. Star Trek is not the only thing that exists in the world. All right. <laughs> I I'm, agree. I'm just joking because actually I was I'm I'm a classic Star Wars nerd, so. Oh, no, I'm a Star Wars geek through and through. Um, It was funny, though. Every time I talk to Brian, I keep forgetting he's not into superheroes. And like I start talking. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, I mean, he likes Batman, but like I'll talk to him about some Marvel movie or like the Marvel TV series or like X-Men or something like that, which is still Marvel. I know, but Fox used to own it. It's a thing. They're all in one universe. I'm a Marvel. I'm a Marvel nerd myself. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm the uh, analog Marvel nerd. I used to, you know, go to the, the 7-Eleven every Tuesday when the comics came in. Nice. When, when they didn't have comic shops, you, when you did, I had to go to 7-Eleven to get my comics and they were on a rack and the woman used to hold the stack for me. Uh-huh. So they wouldn't get all bent up on the, on the wire rack. And I wasn't that much anal about it, but I didn't want them all, you know, pre-read. So she used to, when I showed up, she would pull it out from underneath the counter. I would go through, pull out the, the issues that I wanted and buy them and then go home and basically lay on my bed, listen to AM radio and eat peanut M&Ms. Oh, that's adorbs. I'm a nerd. I would, say, I would say that's also very ET of you, but that was Reese's Pieces. Reese's so. Pieces. And we all know how that ended up. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> we all so, know what happened there. Yes. Now. Uh, I don't know if you if I you saw what I pulled up or did it freeze before I did that? No, it froze. I didn't see anything. Okay. So this is I don't and I don't know why this is on my desk. This is this is an album that I played on back in 2011. Ooh, that's not that quit, far ago. Promptly quit the band after that, but oh, yeah, it's a scary that's... cover. But there's my comic rendition of me on the drums. Oh, that's so, so. cool it's uh it's kind of folk rocky kind of thing so but i've been in everything from you know uh heavy metal bands punk bands uh and your favorite country and western yeah i yeah okay hey there's some i kind of used to feel the same way and then i got older and i'm like wow this is actually kind of cool stuff so, I mean, we're listening to like really old stuff, though. I'm talking like Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys, you know, uh, really old, old country Western stuff. Ah, uh, see, I mean, I do, I do like some Dolly songs, and I definitely love me some Shania Twain, and she does impress me much. Yeah. Um, uh, I do like, I used to like some Garth Brooks songs. I think my problem with country being from Texas is, uh, it's just, it's it's very sad and depressing most of the time when I listen to it and I listen to music to uplift me for the most I part. I understand. I understand. Well, you know, you have to also like, you know, look at the people that are actually listening to the country Western music at this true. time. So. It's true. It's true. No, true story. True story. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually got in, I, I got really into Buck Owens. I love okay. Buck Owens. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, the hee-haw guy. I'm like, shit, have you ever listened to his <laughs> records? Brilliant stuff. So, and one snappy dresser, nudie suits, you know what nudie suits nudie are? Suits. No. You know what nudie I, suits are? Okay. No. So. Don't um, hate me. Nudie used to be a guy, and I can't remember his first name, 
forgive me. Uh, I believe he was in Nashville and he was the guy that used to make those glitzy, glamoury, shiny suits that all the country Western guys used to wear. Got I mean, it. The ones that look like, um, you know, you could plug in and they would glow mm-hmm. with all the baubles and, you know, mirrors and all that kind of stuff. That was, those are called nudie suits. Oh, interesting. So if, if you ever see that reference, you'll know, now you know. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. No, learning is learning is knowing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Loves it. Loves some references. We're just going to give Brian all the pop culture references. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, if you want to, you, know, you know, name a movie, I'll do a line from it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good at the ones I've, that I grew up with knowing those yeah. stuff, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can drop me some serious Disney knowledge, even like the ones in the back. Like, uh, like when I mean the back, I mean like a dragon, a dragon. I swear I saw a dragon. <laughs> Uh, just drunk yeah, I, mickey rooney was just i'm living for it yeah I, I i'm a little more um fuck it dude let's go bowling you know yeah yeah that the dude huh that's not the dude right that's no big that's, lebowski. That's, yeah that's that's you know shut the fuck up donnie big lebowski big lebowski there we go i i i i, I do a mean walter a mean Walter? No, yeah, I just, you know. Instead of like, a nice Walter? Uh, well, you know, Walter was always not really nice. So. Yeah. Uh, beyond pacifism, that is. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that is great. That's I mean, my, but, my life. My life is just nothing but pop culture. So I've got, you know, I've embraced it. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, that's fine. Like well, it or lump it. <laughs> like it or lump it? I've not heard that before. That's great. Yeah, that's, I'm Like I said, Bevan, I'm old. Hey, there, no, no, you're not. You have a young spirit and you've been seasoned. You're around. You're like Yoda. You, you stick around. Yes. Yes. 900 years you are. What's that? Oh, when nine, yes. yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God dang it. I just gave you a Star Wars one. You, you did. You did. Come on now. Come on now. No. Um, but I find it interesting too, because like for most of these toy stores that I talk to, a lot of it is vintage based, just like yours is. And, you know, I'm a nineties kid. So we always have that conversation of what do you consider vintage? Because technically speaking now, the farther along we get now, early two thousands is getting up there to. Oh yeah. I, I, when I first started Back in the old days. Back in the um, day. Hey, you kids, get off my grass. Um, it, it, my cutoff date was like 1990. Okay. That was like, so basically old shit up to 1990. Okay. And then it kind of got to be 1990, um, 92. You know, then you start getting into like the, the, you know 89's turtles so you go you start you know moving that bar up um as the years click on and it's like i i it's about 20 years right now mm-hmm. is what i can what i consider vintage so you know to make you happy i have power ranger stuff in the in the store original power rangers. there you go and actually funny thing is, is like i was like i forgot i totally forgot you were from texas I almost wore my Texas mask, uh, Chainsaw Massacre, Don't Mess With Texas shirt today. Nice. But I, yeah, I settled for the New York. Zachary. That's all right. 
Yeah. I'll take New York. Yeah, New York in June. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I love me some Saturday in the park. I think it was on the fourth of July. July. Oh, no, unfortunately, unfortunately, that was Chicago. But yeah, oh. I know. But it's fine. I still consider it. It's a park. It, it is, and you have you have the second largest park in the city, whereas Portland has the largest park in the city. Wow. What a way to just throw that in there and I, drop it. Yeah. By the way, uh, our park is better than your park. It is. Yes. <laughs> mic drop. Mic drop. Don't drop. I wasn't going to drop expensive. that because it's an expensive mic. So <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Hey, maybe yeah. I can get a get a sponsorship with Blue. <laughs> and that's when you go Blue Daba Dee Daba. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yes, because, you know, the older, the, as times tick on, you know, my generation's toys are slowly but surely becoming vintage. And you're like, wow, what do you mean Power Rangers is considered vintage? What do you well, mean? Well, yeah, because, you know, and it even goes back to that. I mean, if you want to get back to the Super Sentai stuff that, that it was actually based on back yeah, in the yeah. 70s, you oh, know, yeah. you know, so it's like, you know, I'm old school that way too. Cause it's like, I, I lived, uh, my dad worked in Hawaii. He was a management consultant and they used to fly him back and forth from, from Portland to Hawaii. And back then they were like, well, you know, he would, he would leave, you know, Sunday nights and come home Friday afternoons. That was, you know, not the most ideal adult upbringing, you know, no. that I've ever had, but you know, that was my mom raised me and there you go. But, uh, they did they crunched the numbers and they were like you know it's going to be more economical just to move the whole family over to hawaii for a couple of years i'm like okay <laughs> i was a little little kid but i really got into it man the culture was great and you know it was a nice immersion and uh a lot of along with that came uh you know a lot of japanese sci-fi films or like you know sci-fi you know tokusatsu as they like to call it so Ooh. men in suits Men in suits. Yes, fighting monsters. Fighting big, huge monsters. Yes, yes. There was there was like the normal size, human size, and then there was the gigantic ones that Ultraman would fight. So, yes, but, but yeah, and, so and, this, and city yeah. landscapes and everything too, or just out in the field. When they fight, actually, no, in the cities, man, you gotta you gotta have some crushing uh, some crushing landmarks. Because I always think, man, the insurance policies for these buildings must be off the roof. Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, Pacific Rim kind of touched on uh, an idea I had years ago about guys that would come in and clean up after, you know, the monsters and stuff like that. And I had this idea for a comic book uh, or actually a kid's book to, to kind of, you know, you know, come in after like literary characters would come through like, you know, who cleans up after Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yeah, exactly. Think about that so you know sanitation so like, department yeah exactly and it's like where do you send that bill so that's i had that idea years ago and then of course you know del toro picked you know i talked to him and he he took my idea and ran with it you know so and then that's history for you but i also yeah, figured I, like nobody would ever live in these cities if, you, if the no. monsters are always fighting you would just have nobody would live there they'd be like fuck this shit same thing well, with superman who wants yeah. to live in metropolis at this point that is true um actually it's funny too because it's like in um 
in the Godzilla or like in the large, the giant monster movies, uh, they take it as great pride if their city gets destroyed in a movie. Interesting. Yeah. Do they do they care no. about the collateral damage? Well, or like no, because people might die. Now, see here, you know, break it deep, Evan. It's not real. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you just did. You just, just did. A, you just, just did a mystery science theater on me. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's like that is like like you know. Oh, we're gonna destroy Yokohama in our in the newest Godzilla movie, and they're like, oh, this is great. Thank you. You know, so they take great pride in having their city destroyed in a movie. So. Uh, that's fine. I will. I will just repeat to myself. It's just a show. I should really just relax. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. And mystery science theater. Three thousand. I have to say though, so a lot of the monsters that I see in like in your in your store and stuff, I'm like, is that a mystery science theater episode? Like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I believe I is a mystery science theater movie. And that's probably think, how I know these things. I don't think they ever did that because it would cost too much to, to pay Universal to use that film. I swear to God, they did a movie about a creature that looked like the creature from the Black Lagoon or the Dark Lagoon or whatever it is. And I remember seeing it from, because they've done Lassie films and they've done Godzilla films. Yeah, a lot of it depends on, I don't Here I'm speaking for, you know, I, I'm speaking for uh, Joel yeah, and, right. uh, and the, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 team. I'm on the legal advisor for the... <laughs> I, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, licensing and mm -hmm. how cheap they can get the licensing. So it's like, obviously, if they had a, an American version um, of a dubbed Godzilla film, they probably could get it cheaper if than, than they, if they went through Toho. You know, so then, then they would have to like, you know, then it would be real fun because then you'd have subtitles and then they'd be covered up by the guys in the theater. So it doesn't work. So, you know, but I, honestly, I just, I want to say it was sting of death. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm also like um, a huge B movie nerd and okay. I will admit it. I'm, I am a total nerd. I'm not a geek. I'm a nerd. Yeah. I'm a geek. Yeah. So Do you know the difference. Uh, actually, you know, I, you're going to tell me I, so, I did it one time, but my brain is old and feeble and shrinking. I go off of Jeff Loeb, which I am assuming as a comic book fan, you know who Jeff Loeb is. It. Yep. So I interviewed him one time for Den of Geek for Luke Cage, the red carpet for Luke Cage. And, you know, he made a reference of like, you guys have the proper title for for this of uh, uh geek versus nerd i said really enlighten me what what in your mind's eye what is the difference between a nerd and a geek and he's like a nerd is somebody to me that is highly intelligent and knows a lot of basic like not basic very specific facts about a particular subject and they will be over educated on it and he goes a geek is somebody that is expressing they are big huge fans of fandom and they geek out over their love of the IP that they are um, attracted to. So geeks are more passionate. Nerds are informative. Well, then I guess I'm a neek. There you go. So you're a combination of both. I love I that. am. I am. So, but I am a, a, a very overeducated on a lot of stuff that people don't give a shit about. Which is very nerd of you. It is. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Very, very nerd of you. Yes. Uh, I believe uh, Trekkies are also considered nerds because they just know so much about the universe. Like I would consider Brian to be a nerd in terms of Star Trek. Mm, He's kind of a neek. Oh, yeah? I think he's kind of a neek. He's a neek? Ooh, yeah, I like this yeah. word you just come up with. Yeah, yeah, a nerd, a nerd geek, a nerd a geek, a neek. So copyright, copyright, copyright. 2022. Doctor Tom. it Tung. now. Doctor Stories. I did. Now, just while I was sitting here, I just you know, I mentally willed it, and it's now registered and copyrighted by by DoctorTungsToys.com. Merchandise it and everything. Yeah. Neek bands of Doctor Tongues right there that's it that's it yeah there you go (laughs) and then you know do a drum set about it you know get your nft now get your nft now for neek brought to you by this drum solo brought to you by still i honest to god still don't know what the hell i've read numerous things about what an nft and i'm like so what is a picture on your phone you pay for it what I feel like NFTs are only valuable if you're going to um, go into the Oasis. I'm sorry, the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to pay royalties if you use that. Thank you for trading that out. Shh. Good I Lord. This, this, this episode is going to cost Brian a minute. It's not a problem. It's probably not going to be Brian. It's going to be Rich. Oh, yeah, Rich. But if you say, oh, my God. Ah! I know. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? Send him into a heart attack. You had one goal. Yeah, you had one. You had one job, Devin. I know. You had one. About toys. You went off for an hour about NFTs and drum solos and pop culture references and mystery science theater. And do they have those royalties? Yes, I I am. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We would, let's look it up. Let's just Google it. Hey, yeah, I got my keyboard right here. Why don't we just do it? Yes, but, you know, actually, do you have any Mystery Science Theater toys? Oh, I stumped do, you. Do, do they make Mystery Science Theater toys? I have two I, Funko Pops. Uh, <laughs> it's the only Funko Pop oh, I have. Uh, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. No, it's so. Can I say I just love that in your episode, somebody just threw shade at pops right away. Oh yeah, no, that 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 was Jared, man. He's he's my homeboy. He's also a fellow drummer, by the way, in a in a really good punk band here in Portland. Um, uh, but yeah, he and he was like, he came in the other day and he's like, he goes, the one line, the one line I didn't think they'd use, they used, and I'm like, what? He goes, oh, wall of pops, and I'm like, thank you for that. I appreciate that. So I didn't have to bash him you did you did and they put in the episode they must have been listening to me because it's like been the running joke when i talk to toy store owners it's like pops how do you feel and and some of them are like if the pops are terrible they're gonna die so and some people are like you know i gotta give it to them they got licenses for days i yeah and see that's the whole thing that's the way i feel about them they're not for my store Mm -hmm. um but my god 
what a great idea now see this is now if you want to if you want to go down the funco road we can go down the funco road um, is it gonna be fun if we do this road well actually i don't I, you can't see it but i'm a freddie funco golden sales store from like way back in like 2002 wow. my original store i was one of the, i was one of the original stores that mike becker walked into and goes hi i'm making these bobbleheads do you want to carry them and i'm like yeah those are kind of cool man i sold the crap out of wacky wobblers back nice. in, the, in, the, in the early 90s and i i sold apparently so many of them that they presented me with a golden freddy statue so wow. and it's in this room it is. Do you want to see it? I do want to see it. Uh, it's going to take me a second, so bear with with the noise because there is so much crap in my office right now that if I touch one thing, you're going to hear a crash. So okay, hold on. I'll, I'll do commentary. Right back. Okay, and there goes Mark. He is going over to the side of the corner and he's off screen. But he's we rounding see him. the band. He's rounding the band up, up. Oh my God! No, he did a wipeout. <laughs> He's out of the running. <laughs> I see some sort of doctor in the corner. The bottom left corner, I see a doctor. Doctor! He put the lime and the coconut, coconut and mixed it all up. Just just watch the documentary on Neil's on, uh, oh, what the hell is that guy's name? I don't know. Do you have an Audrey 2 up there? A what? An Audrey 2. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no. Are you talking about? Here? Yeah, I'm talking about that guy. Yeah. Oh, that's a saucer man. Oh, I don't know what that is. Nobody hate me. No. I mean, look. Sorry, if you this is taking so long. No, that's okay. It's going to be worth it. I'm going to see this golden Funko ticket because I got it's a golden not a chicken, Funko it's ticket. It's an actual. I said ticket. It was oh, a Willy ticket. Wonka reference. Come on, man. Pop culture. Get with me now. All right. Bang. <laughs> There's your, there's your, there's your Willy Wonka reference. The Bang. suspense is killing me. I hope it'll huh? last. Oh, look at that. I don't know if you can read that. 2002 Freddie Award honorary member of Mark Peterson, Dr. Tongues. Look at that. And it bobbles yeah. and everything. Awards of praise. Wow. So yeah, this is, this is one of the, um, they had a, they used to have, well, they used to have dinners. They still do have dinners, but like, this is one of the first ones and I got invited and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it because it's up in Seattle and it's like a four hour drive. I had to work that day. Um, so they actually presented me with a golden Freddy uh, for being one of the, the top sellers of, of wacky wobblers back in the early night or early two thousands. That's amazing. Round of applause for that story. It was a great story. Great it story. Worth, it was worth the wait. It was worth it. It'll so, be a good social media bite. We we yes. like that. We like that. Yes. He, he's got um, a wackly wobbler. A wackly wobbler. A wackity. A wackity wobbler. A wackity whack. So, and it talks back. Yeah, and then you know, so yeah, the, the whole Funko thing. It's like you know, Mike sold the company. The new guy took over, and that's pops were born, and now it's the mega million dollar billion dollar company that it is today. So I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I've got pops. I've got pops personally. I have a whole Universal series. I've got, you know, a few things here and there. So I can't you have I can't. a Batman pop though. Uh, see, I'm not, I'm not, I love Batman. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Not my jam. <gasps> what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. I'm a, okay. So, 
Okay. Wait, what? Well, it does make any sense. You love Batman, but he's not your ja- I, How does this work? Is this a love-hate are, relationship? You know, there's a lot of things that I love in this life that I don't need a physical item to. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so. You, you know, don't I want like a the, figurine I, of Batman, but you'll still I watch like Batman. The, I like the Green Hornet. I don't have a Green Hornet doll, so. Okay, and all I right. Know, and I, because I know you, you're, you're a Batman animated. I am. Batman, yes, that's your number one. I know that because I've been listening. I've been listening. I I listened. I I was kind of disillusioned. There was a couple of weeks there where you didn't release an episode, and I was actually heartbroken. Well, oh, well, that's that's not on me. That's uh, that's a uh, technical. Rich, let's blame Rich. But we'll blame Rich. Rich, it's your fault. And yep. I'll be like, great. Great, another thing. <laughs> another thing that's my fault. No, uh, that's yeah, why you well, get paid the big bucks, boy. Well, sometimes it's also delayed based on um, the availability of the toy store owners themselves. Like I'm still trying to talk to the guys in the Netherlands. That'll eventually happen. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, you know, whenever that happens, it'll be great. You know, those, those, what, what, what do you call people from the Netherlands? Nethers? I mean, the Nethers and they, they flock together like birds of feathers. Oh, Hey, (laughs) we're working blue today. Going hey. for the zingers here, the yes. puns and everything. Body blow, body blow, body blow. References, there's, references. There's a, there's a reference for you. Body blow, body blow, body blow, body blow. I don't know what that is. Watch out! I have a channel video games. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Body so blow, my, body blow. See, my brother is the video gamer. I know, I know some video games, but like. Actually, do you sell video games in your store? The retro. You no, know, I've I've had a couple of the of I've had a Miss Pac-Man. Okay. Like an actual upright arcade Miss Pac-Man. I, I don't saw sell your wife I, playing that. Yeah. Right. I don't do um cartridges and I don't do gaming systems because uh my brain can't wrap around all of that. Okay. Uh, but I had when I first opened, I w- I'm a pinball guy. So okay. I'm I'm analog, I'm not digital. So uh, when I opened, I had um, uh, a full scale pinball machine in the store, took up way too much room and I finally sold it. So, you know, so. I mean, that's fair. I I only have 650 square display feet. So compared to a lot of these other stores, you know, it'd like be walking into, you know, a shoebox. No, I understand. I understand. But say, but look, there's a lot of character to it and that's all that matters. Ha. Aha! Aha! See, I see where you went with that. I know. I know. Wow, that was good. Thanks. Should I have you, those should... moments. Yes, I was just saying. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Say the sneak it would and have a duck hit you in the head. <laughs> oh god, it's great. Yeah. So, anyways, Batman, you're an Adam West. I mean, look, I think Adam I'm, West. I'm I'm an Adam West fan. That's that's totally fine. I think for me with Adam West, as a kid, I just couldn't get by the shark repellent and the the inflatable shark it just looks so silly now so like, you're going off the movie i know but it's you, like the I'm, movie i'm 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 going from the tv series the movie came first or the tv series came first tv series came first okay so i thought the i thought the tv series came after no nah, tv series was first and then the movie came uh that's why um you have because Eartha Kitt couldn't do the Catwoman, that's why you got Lee Merriweather. Well, Julie Newmore was the first one, correct? No, Eartha Kitt was. 
Are you sure? I feel like Eartha Kit with a second one. I feel like there's going to be people in the comment section of wherever this is that's going to be correcting the crap out of us unless we Google this right now. <laughs> I'm going to look on my smartphone. All right, you look on your smartphone. I'm looking. Eartha, I'm uh, Julie Mar Newmar, shown in the 66 publicity photo, played Catwoman on the first two seasons. Ah! So it was. Yes. Hold on. Now Batman. I have to find out. I think the uh, Batman film came first, followed by the TV series. I'm gonna I'm gonna call that right now and see if I if I win. Where's the 1966? Uh, first filling adaption. The film hit theaters two months after the last. Oh shit! I'm wrong. The film hit theaters two months after the last episode of the first season. Ha. Huh. So, who's right? I mean, we're. I guess, but see. No, you're not right. So You're here's the wrong. deal. You are you are technically right, but only by a season. It so it technically the film happened in the middle of the TV series then. Right. And how many seasons did it run? Uh two season three, four, two. No, there had to be no, there was more seasons. Come on now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on, Adam West fan. I think I, no. hey, I'm a, I said I'm a fan. I'm not a geek. I'm not a I'm not a neek. You mean you mean you're not a neek? I'm there a you neek. go. Come on. I'm not a neek. No, I gotta, it was I gotta, not two seasons. It was definitely like how many seasons of Batman? Four, in there? 60, I want to say four. 66 to 69, I believe. Three. I'm gonna say three. Mm. Let's about okay. Season one, season two, season three. Mm, you were right. Season three. That was it. And then it died. And then it never came back until it did. That yes, until it did. Till it did. Till it did. With, with when the, the when animated the super, series. When, when the Super Friends reappeared in the mid-70s. Do we count that as a Batman show though? I do. Uh, I mean, I guess. Well, but it's I more mean, Justice League. It is more Justice League, but you know, Batman and Robin are in it. I, cor correct batman and robin are in it but isn't there a dog at one point that's in it no there's a monkey oh right there's a monkey there's the the wonder twins and the and gleek no gleek, gleek was gleek no gleek was um shit see now you're gonna get me all like the hanna-barbera <laughs> i'm walking through the door at the hanna-barbera you know assembly library yeah the library uh gleek was um the monkey from space ghost but uh was, i do love me some space ghost i yes yes that that whole uh superhero late 60s hanna barbera is like oh man i just fall in love with that stuff johnny quest Ooh. uh birdman birdman turning it yeah, and see, here the funny thing is, like, a lot of people think, oh, you mean the adult swim thing? I'm like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> We're talking about the boomerang channel, guys. The boomerang. The, yes, the boomerang. Yeah, the boomerang before it was adult swim. Boomerang. But, you know, uh, my favorite was always the inhumanoids. 
Oh, you know, I had a favorite that I, I, I admit, I can't remember most of it, but I remember loving it as a kid and I really want them to reboot it, which is Pirates of the Dark Water. Oh yeah. Cause you were talking about that. That actually is kind of a cool cartoon. Yeah. Actually, I liked it. I, I just, I just, I just mistitled a, a Hanna-Barbera show. And I, I'm wow. Take <sighs> away your Neek card right now. You got to earn it back. I'm out of coffee. That's the problem. <laughs> oh I even, goodness. I haven't even started in on the Girl Scout cookies. How dare you? Um, so speaking of like, uh, I don't know what, that's not a good transition, uh, but no, because you'll figure now, it out. we'll figure it out. No, because you're, we're you're, talk about, you're a podcast queen. You'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll, yes. I'll do a transition. Girl Scout cookies. Speaking of Girl Scouts, Billy Galaxy. Yeah. Speaking of Girl Scout cookies, Billy Galaxy was the reason that I am actually involved with this show. Exactly. <laughs> That's where we're transitioning to. Yeah, you like that? I did like that. I was like, speaking of Girl Scout cookies, Billy Galaxy, is he part of your scout? (laughs) Is he part of your team? He actually, Billy and I have, I have been friends with Billy. Well, I wouldn't say we actually started out friends because we were, we were cross town rivalries. Okay. Because I was, I was East side. He was West side. He was downtown. Are you guys like the Jets and the Sharks? We were the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah. Okay, great. With I, can't toys. Snap with both, I can't snap with both fingers that's okay so, i can't whistle I got, yeah. yeah so so you anyway, whistle so, and i'll snap i want to say i don't billy didn't have a storefront right off the bat he had like little pop-ups that he would do that kind of thing i believe billy Billy, would you correct me if I am wrong, please? Attention, um, Billy. Attention, Pay attention Billy. to uh, just this Billy segment. Ga- Billy Galaxy, Billy Galaxy, please pick up the white courtesy telephone, United Airlines. Billy had did pop-ups. I had my first storefront, like I said, it was 93. And it was like, I started out in like a little 250 square foot shoebox um, that I outgrew in a year and opened up my mega store in 95 which was way over a thousand square feet mm-hmm. and it was funny because i opened up on burnside which is a major street that runs right down the middle of portland i was 14th in east burnside billy was ninth and west burnside okay so when you, when you cross the bridge we were equal distances away from the river so, but we got to be, re- we've gotten to be really good friends. I talked to him probably about, blah, 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 uh, probably about once every couple of weeks and we just kind of catch up Hey man, what's been going on? You know, what have you been selling? How's business? You know, that kind of thing. So it's like, we're, you know, he pops into my store more than I pop into his. Cause it's like, I don't go downtown. So that's where the folks are broke. Yeah. It's uh, well, it's like, you know, it's, I don't like you know fighting for parking spaces and that kind of thing but it's like you know i was making a little shop of horrors reference uh, yes yeah it, that <laughs> right over my head that's fine a lot, that's fine see, you can see a lot of that happens it's <laughs> taking a lot of my hair with it so it's shiny though yes it is there there I it can is bl- i can blind people when they piss me off ah. oh that's so funny blinded by a forehead light yes yes uh, but yeah, no. So Billy and I, uh, Billy is the reason that I am involved with this show. He, um, he's an executive producer on on the series, and uh, he was the first first episode. Yep. And he um, basically 
I can't remember if he called me or sent me an email basically said, you got to get in on this. And he sent me like basically a laundry list that had been provided by uh, Brian and maybe and rich probably uh, of what needed to be filmed. And I basically I'm like, wow, this is a great idea because the, and this happened literally we went into lockdown in March of 2020 and that we didn't I didn't I wasn't allowed I wasn't allowed to open back up until June um wow so three it was like basically three months and he sent me this pretty much going into lockdown and so the store's all closed up and everything and I'm like whoa great time to like film this and it's like he's like and we need it like Sunday and this is like Thursday Mm -hmm. I'm like fuck are you kidding me so I went in and uh Mrs. Dr. Tongue and I basically spent you know the whole weekend at the store filming everything that was on the laundry list and what were you used using uh Uh, well we used a Sony HD camera like just a little like the little home video camera that we had because we were we um actually made we we used to make craft videos for a website that will go unnamed um every month we would do a craft like you know a craft video and gotcha. so they actually bought us this camera a long time ago and so i'm like oh what a great idea let's use that so we did that and uh pretty much shot everything that was on the list sent it off and then didn't hear anything for quite a while so, you know, and then I heard, you know, the first season was coming out and I think what it was, I initially, what I was told from what I can remember, once again, my brain is a little feeble, that there was supposed to be 10 stores per season. Um, and well, then I that's think not that, true. I think that's not true. But um, no, I think it's like but, five. A season, uh, well, right? that, that's what I think it's what it, it ended up being. Okay. But I think initially it was like, they were going to do 50 stores in five seasons. And so that would have been 10 stores a season. But then I think that was being a little ambitious. I think they changed it to, then they went back to the five stores per season. So, but I could be wrong. I, I, like I said, I remember things a little differently sometimes. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so we went, you know, didn't have much contact with anybody for a while um until they started editing uh my episode i'm like oh well, we need this tomorrow we need this we need this oh she would you know the the woman that was editing the um the episode was basically sending like a laundry list back to rich and rich was sending me these emails so i'm like okay yeah no problem okay no problem okay well we need this okay we need you know so it was just a lot of like um uh a lot of hurry up wait and then hurry up because we need it now so and welcome to hollywood yeah exactly well i used to be uh um i used to do location and uh props for uh, a local company here so i'm i'm well aware of yes (laughs) yes so but uh yeah so there there you go that's that's the story of how i became involved and that story of how i met billy and brian and a toy store near you and a toy store near you that's fascinating so and honestly in a sense no honestly it's not but (laughs) no no no. i mean like it's because you know a lot of these um 
how certain toy stores get involved are very interesting. Like some new Billy, some like new Brian, and then some right. were just like, I just got reached out to. And I was like, right. or, like or I heard about this and I filled out the thing on the internet. Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. So um, it was just, it was just lucky that, 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 you know, Billy and I had a good working relationship. I had in you know, my, my store at the time had been open for about four years mm-hmm. that my, my new location. So I was, you know, I was back. And so uh, he just, you know, having known him for 25 plus years, he just, I, I was really grateful that he included me. So. No, it's a, it's a great mission. And it's, I love that it keeps expanding and it kind of is going outside of like the pandemic era now. And we're talking about yeah. how the aftermath of the pandemic and how things are going and stuff like that, as opposed to we're in lockdown and this is scary, right. but we'll make it. Yeah, because everything, honestly, um, I think there's only one shot where where they had like, oh, we want to see you pack up a box for mail order. I'm like, well, okay. So I did several different boxes at several different times. And I think it was during the height of the pandemic, I actually was, was packing boxes with rubber gloves on at one time, mm-hmm. just, you know, from cross-contamination. I can't remember if I had a mask on or not, but there's like, that's the only shot in my episode that you will see where it's kind of in reference to the pandemic. I mean, cause it's like, you know, there's, you know, I've still got spit guards up. I st- we're still under a mask mandate here, but that was the only shot of, of me wearing the rubber gloves while I'm packing up a box. And it's like, literally like, if you blink, you miss it. Yeah. And I think, you know, in a sense from season one on like when they got out of season one, I, the, the feedback was, can we make it more about toys and less about. I yeah. Know, and that's it's like, like we're living through, we're, we're living through this. We're, we're living through this hell right now. We don't want to be reminded by it. We want to see some cool toys. And I thought that, 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 that's, that makes sense. Yeah. And I also, I also am fascinated by how stores have had to change how they do business because of the pandemic, like your, how is your digital storefront changed? If at all? Oh man, completely and utterly different than, mm-hmm. than when I was in pre-pandemic. I'm actually only open right now, three days a week. I'm open Thursday, oh. Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I am busy normally one, two out of the three days. One day I'll be sitting there twiddling my thumbs. But the rest of the time, I mean, I've got, um, I take Sunday and Monday off. I'm an old man. I need my time. Sure. Um, but I'm working, I'm still working six days a week. I do mail order, you know, six days a week. I go in early, pack up my boxes, get them out and they're done. But when when I had to go into lockdown, I was like, I already had an Etsy store. I don't, I don't have very good feelings about eBay anymore. Okay. And it's just a personal thing, honestly. There's nothing okay. wrong with it. But a lot of it's, you know, there's fees and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I had an Etsy store and I had like maybe 100, 150 items in it. I think after the first couple of weeks, I had close to 800. Wow. And so mail order really kept me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was in like literally I touched, I was within reach of a thousand uh, listings um, at one point right before Christmas. Mazel tov to you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, it kind of ebbs and flows. It depends on it's like, oh, I think I have another one of those in the, in storage. I got to grab that, you know, that kind of thing. So, but it's like, I think I'm closer. I, I'm like right now I'm at 800, but it's like, I'm still doing, 
you know, daily, I'm doing, you know, at least a couple three packages a day. And I try okay. to get them out. I try to get them out as fast as possible. So I treat people the way I want to be treated with my mailer. And it seems like mm, people sending stuff to me don't feel the same way. So no, that's, it, that's very get, kind. Get it out and don't have to worry about it anymore. Exactly. How about your social media? Did that change or grow? Oh man, it's completely different. It's a completely uh -huh. different landscape from when the first store was around. Um, I had like literally, it wasn't one of the first, I'm, I'm not going to say I had a, one of the first websites ever, but it's like back in like the mid nineties, um, I had a friend of mine who actually had a sign shop who was two doors down from me. He's like, we got to get you a website. I'm like, a what? And he goes, yeah, a website. I'm like, fuck's a website and so he explained the whole thing to me and security certificates and all that stuff and it's like i actually like um he went out and found somebody who actually wrote a shopping cart uh, uh program which back then was like gold because they didn't exist they're not like you know now we like you can just plug it in and like oh it works this was like written in pearl and it had like mile long strands of code that needed to be you know figured out every time wow. you know something went wrong with it and yeah so and there was no there was no facebook there was no instagram so you couldn't you know there wasn't any immediately you know or tiktok there wasn't any you know there was no immediate feedback that you got from people it was always like calling you up on the phone oh okay yeah i got that oh yeah okay let's take your credit card number down you know now it's 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 night and day and like now it's it's you know you kind of feel like you're under a microscope because you know you've got uh google you've got yelp if you don't treat everybody just right you're you know you get a one-star review because you're an asshole you know it's like because you weren't in a good mood that day when that one person came in and wanted you know you know uh, furbies yeah a furby or they wanted to sell you a beanie baby or beanie babies <laughs> we can go down that road too i know Every, i know every freaking day do you buy beanie babies i got some i got some really rare ones no you don't no you don't <laughs> no Poor you don't. Beanie babies yeah. oh uh, and, they, you know, yeah, and thank you uh it was i think there's a, a new documentary that just came out on them beanie thank mania you. yeah thank you beanie mania <laughs> i had the princess die bear no you didn't yeah what are you talking about yes i did you didn't have the original the original one that was worth thousands of dollars yes i did Oh, did you know somebody that worked at Ty? It's just like, oh, I had a rocket firing Boba Fett when I was a kid. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I love it, that you just compared the rocket fire Boba Fett to the Prince's Die Bear. <laughs> Are they really well, the same? Because you, honestly, honestly, uh, you didn't have it. So there is the comparison. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying that a princess diabini baby is worth as much as a rocket firing boba fett you're talking apples and oranges here it's true but you didn't have it but i didn't have it you didn't have it then what do i have an imposter do i have a well, variant you, you what's have, happening you have you have probably the reissue oh. uh you know like how they like reissue you know things yes. <laughs> you know you probably have you probably had you know so yeah, or maybe, or maybe you had an original one, and I'm completely wrong once again. I don't. I, when I'm wrong, I will admit it. 
I mean, to be fair, I would have to go find it. It's somewhere in storage in Texas in a probably in a trash bag with all the other beanie babies that my mom was just like, you really want to keep these? I'm like, yeah, they might be worth something one day, just like my Spice Girl dolls. Whole $15 in my shop in the box. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, poor beanie babies, but they are yeah. not, they're not the new Funko because I don't think beanie babies died out and I don't think Funko will die out. Well, they did die out, but it's like, it's a fad. It was a fad, people. The fad yeah. is over. Yeah. You want to buy a fidget spinner for me? Oh, I didn't think so. No, <laughs> no I don't want that. You got Tamagotchis yeah. though? Yeah. I actually have had Tamagotchis and and uh, they actually go for a good little chunk of change if they are in good shape and still work. What about Furbies? Um, have had original Furbies, not the reissues. Okay. Uh, you know, because you got to draw the line somewhere. But I've had, I, know, I, I, I don't get like, um, I normally don't get loose ones because, you know, you get into that. I have a weird thing about plush and like fuzzy things that are like, have been drooled on by children. Yeah. So that makes sense. I, I, I've had boxed ones and, you know, they go for original ones, go for a decent amount of money. But they're not top sellers. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. They'll sit in the shop for a couple months and somebody will walk in and go, oh, my God, I got it's a Furby. I need that. Can I say, though, my mom, you have the slogan of like, we have what your parents threw out. My mom threw out the Furby because the Furby freaked her out. She was like, nope. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. Nope. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Those things were were evil. Yeah, she's like, nope, this is this is like gremlins. I'm not doing it. With yeah. some water, it'll come out. It's gonna, it's gonna start bubbling, and the other things are gonna start popping out the back of them. Yeah, no, it's gonna. Nope, nope, not not having it, not having it. But I did, I do remember when uh, Tamagotchis were a thing. I got a Tamagotchi, and I remember getting uh, Giga Pets also around the same right? time. There was also Digimon, which was Digimon? the monster, the, min, yeah. the monster one where you'd actually take it and plug it in together, and you two monsters would fight. Poor Digimon trying to compete uh, with Pokemon. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Even though I technically think that the story of Digimon is a little bit better than the Pokemon one, but like Pokemon Mania was like Pikachu is just too damn cute. He's like Grogu. Throw and throw a damn detective hat on him and look at look what happened there. And he drinks all the coffee. He does. All the coffee. You're empty now, man. I am. I'm You're empty now, son. Look at that. Um, but we we were was also, my second cup. No, it'll be all right. But we were also talking about like you you're slowly moving up the the vintage toy meter now. Have you expanded to like the late nineties, early two thousands yet? Or are we still holding out to two thousand? We're 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 there. We're, we're there? there. We're there. Um oh, there's a lot of cool licenses that came out actually in the like the late nineties. Um, the Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. I had a lot of requests for that. A lot of uh, requests for anime. Sailor uh, Moon. Just uh, you know, I do get Sailor Moon. I don't get Sailor Moon stuff in, but I do get requests for it. I don't see it that often. I get a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I get a lot of Gundam stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Robotech. Robotech. Robotech actually goes back a few years, but it's like they have made newer things that are really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 hovering about 2000 right now. Okay. The year 2000. I don't. I still say you know early to mid 90s because I don't want to be inundated with what I, what I consider newer stuff. Yeah. But it's like you know somebody walks in with you know 
you know, like like McFarland movie maniac figures, I'm not going to turn them down. Gotcha. Because that's during that time period. And it's like right now, um, I can't keep modern horror stuff in the store. It's like that's like one of my biggest sellers, like, you know, you know, Evil Dead and, you know, uh, Texas Chainsaw, Halloween. A lot of people don't understand is like, you know, when those movies came out back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, they didn't have, they didn't make toys for that kind of stuff. They tried with, with Freddy and they got in a lot of shit about it oh yeah because so, it's not kid friendly so well, that well that and then actually you want to go a few years earlier the the alien license yeah that stuff that's why it actually goes for like a good amount of money now because um oh oops we made toys for an r-rated movie oh we better not do that again <laughs> you know so I'm just not, give it a decade or two and then you know exactly and it'll be worth something we'll just stick these in a warehouse and pay for it I mean, when I was a kid, I actually, I'm like, not, a, I was, I was still a kid, but it was like, I was in high school and I, I had just learned to drive and I, I used to, I still go to toy stores. I mean, it's like, I liked the, the, the walking into an actual toy store, but I remember walking into a, a store at, at Washington Square Mall because I grew up in the suburbs and uh, it was uh, a store called King Norman's Kingdom of Toys. And there was, it was a chain store and I don't know if it was local or if it was national, but it was, it was, they had a couple around town and I remember walking in and they had uh, the 18 inch aliens on sale for $9.99. And like, I couldn't grab one fast enough. I was in high school. I'm like, oh my God. And you're like, I had that thing up until the time I opened my first store and I ended up selling it in my, my first store. And, you know, I always tell myself, I like, if I come across something that I can't buy again. I won't sell it. I haven't found that thing yet. Oh, is that your conquest toy? Did we just transition to your nope. conquest toy? No, nope. that is not my conquest toy because I've had several of them since then. And just, oh, I can sell this. It goes for a couple hundred bucks or it goes for, you know, um, conquest toys. I, I've got a list a mile long because uh, I collect monster stuff. And there are a lot of 60s, 70s monster things that like I probably will never see in my lifetime um because i won't i i don't you know i'm not going to uh cross broken glass to get a, a toy i don't fight for toys you know people go to toys toy shows and like oh my god she's got great prices blah, blah, blah. i'm just gonna go over here to this little old lady who's got nobody in her table and oh that's nice i'll buy that and i'll buy this you know it's like i i'm too old to be fighting for things so i just you know i'll just i wait to either tell either it either comes to me or I happen across it in the wild somewhere. Okay, in the wild, I love that. I yeah, love that. that's that's it's a, it's a term. Technically, you walk into my store, I'm considered in the wild. You're considered in the wild because I'm it's not Target or Toys R Us or right. Yeah, or you like you know like you walked into it in an antique store or something like mm-hmm. that. And I mean, it was I used, there. Right. I used to have a uh, one of my holy grails. What used to be a great garloop, and I actually have two now. I have one in a box and one loose, and they both came in my door wow at the store so it's like you know it's just you know it's patience people patience patience is a virtue i hear one that i do not have uh, i don't really either yeah i'm not i'm not a patient man uh, but i digress speaking of patience uh we have we have finally been chatting for so long <laughs> i was gonna say yes we've been uh, going for way over the time that we were supposed yep. to and I'm well sure listen it was your yeah, look, no, it was actually your internet's fault. I wanted to make up for that lost time and space. No, thank you. 
but you know, Rich is also going to kill me if, if I make this too long. Well, you know, I had you, one you, job. Okay, yeah, where it was like, you know, you, your time isn't free. Well, time is money, money is time, but conversation is few and far between and priceless. Yes, and I actually have had a really good time. I have had it too, but before we go, I want yes. you to tell the audience at home, wherever they are listening to this, where can they find you on the interwebs and social channels? It is so easy because I have pretty much one username for almost every format platform that I am on. Okay. Okay. So on Etsy, on Facebook, and on Instagram, it is all one user, Dr. Tongues Toys. And that's it. Dr. Tongues Toys. And that's with an S. With an S. With an S. Dr. Not- Tongues Toys. Tongues. T-O-N-G-U-E-S-T-O-Y-S. Now, do you spell it doctor or the yes. D-R? No, it's D-R. D-R. Gotcha. You will see you, if you are looking now, you will see I my am. And I already follow you. So. Ah, I see you. Yes, that's me. Follow back. Yes. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. And then then the website is a little trickier. Okay. It's Dr. Tongue Toys. No S. Oh. Okay, great. Excellent. Well, Mark of Dr. Tongue's Toys, I had that shop. It's been a pleasure. Never mind the technical difficulties we managed. (laughs) It was a fun running gag. Love that you're also in a band. That's hilarious and wonderful that that's also a running gag throughout this entire podcast series that everyone and their mom mostly has been uh, in a band. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but it's like, it just seems like musicians are always, I get a lot of musicians actually come in the store Uh huh. that, you know, like we're on tour. We heard about your store. Well, come on in. Well, anyways, <laughs> Dr. Tongue, Dr. Teeth, Dr doctor tell me the news i got oh, a yeah. bad case of it you thank you so much for joining us on this rendition of a toy store near you the podcast now available on anywhere that you listen to podcasts and be sure to check out dr tongue's episode on prime video a toy store near you Mint on a card and loose complete prototypes that are really unique. Great Garlu and me go to this and more at a toy store near you. Subscribe to us too. And like and comment. Yeah.